We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. Going Commando is a little show that we put together because we see the importance of authenticity. We see the importance of being who you are, embracing your greatness, and bringing that to the world. And um, And we're hoping by bringing our greatness to the world, we give you permission to do the same. So thanks for coming, and good morning, Miss Angela. Good morning, Dana. Good morning. Just for the record, while we were pre-rolling here, I sneezed and Dana goes, what the fuck was that? As opposed to saying, God bless you. Yeah, well, just to be fair, and I think it's important that everybody know this, Angela and I, when, when we record this, even if Angela's screen goes blank or something happens or she gets tripped up, whatever it is, whatever technology does, it doesn't matter because recording, like it's separate. So it looks good to you at the end of the day anyway, or at least we hope it does. But for <laughs> me, sometimes I'm talking to a pixelated screen or something like that, you know? So the screen went blank or, or stop, whatever it was. And she screen sneezed and I've got the earphones in and all of a sudden I just, Wah! and I was like, God. I was like, what, what the, so, so bless you, my child. Bless you. Frog <laughs> <laughs> oh, scared the hell out of me. They beat me. Um, yeah. Um, if anybody's wondering, we use Riverside.fm. Um, it's a really, really cool recording, virtual recording studio. Um, we love it. And like Dana said, it records locally. So, like, even if internet gets all botchy or whatever, like, we got nice, seamless audio and recording for each of us. So if you're looking for a podcasting uh, platform, it's really awesome. So there's that. little plug for Riverside right there. <laughs> you're welcome, Riverside. You're welcome, Riverside. <laughs> All right. So we have no like major topics to discuss. There's no intuitive guidance that needs to happen at this point in time. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I, will, I, will, I will comment on how whatever's going on on the planet, personally, whatever it is, by by Friday, I did a couple of things for work. And then at like one o'clock, I was like, I need to take a nap. Like every little bit of me felt heavy and just exhausted. And it was like, I don't get, I don't take naps. I'd, I'd love to take naps, but I never accustomed my brain to it. And I slept like for four hours. Like my body just was like, I lifted my arms. They were like tired and heavy and meh. And I yeah. feel like I'm just kind of coming out of that, yeah. but it was, it was like, whew, it was a lot. You just described 2021 for me. <laughs> the whole, the whole, but you were getting off your thyroid medicine. You were regrowing now. <laughs> that was something. No, but I hear you because I had a little bit, of, and I told you that yesterday, a little bit of that this weekend myself. It was like, my body was just like, get on the couch, get a blanket. You know, what rented Midnight Run, you know, watch a little De Niro, <laughs> De Niro circa, you know, 1988, num num. And uh, it was all. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? You want to watch Midnight Run? Because he loves that movie. I'm like, yes, for you, honey. Meanwhile. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today, Angela? Go ahead. I'm okay. What are we talking right. about? All right. Um, Mercitty. Mercitty. Space Cadet. We're going to go with the kitty theme, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, that's what's going on in my house these days. <laughs> that's true. Um, okay. So we're we're in season five on purpose and we're talking about um, just the stuff coming out of my book, Uniquely You Update 52, The Birth of a Bright-Eyed Entrepreneur. 
It's a book that um, is basically a, a diary, a compilation of emails that I wrote to our community as I was building finduniquely.com along with Dana and, and a couple other people. And I would send these emails out every week and basically just, just to keep myself accountable. Like that was my intention. It wasn't like a, a brand decision. It wasn't some kind yeah. of like strategic thing. It was just like, no. I want to keep in touch. And it was definitely no strategy. I it. have something to say. <laughs> I, know. I know. And, and towards like, you know, the whole front is, is really like, there were like eight people on the list and it was like introducing each other. This is going to be amazing. And Ray rawing the team. Yeah. And then, you know, the list grew and grew and it was about three twenty six was the number before we launched. And those are people that were just like, Hey, sign up for my weekly newsletter. This is what I send out. So they were all our people. Our first few instructors came from all of this. And so it was a lot of like planning and things like that. And then it's also my own personal growth and development that happened along the way, you know, by happenstance. Um, so uh, I wanted to talk about this um, today, you know, how important it is to have a call to action and, and, understanding. So, so this idea for this business like plopped into my brain after some, I was doing some, some soul searching and spiritual growth work. And then this idea came up and it was like my purpose and the, the, the beat that I always marched to never changed, even though the business has changed and pivoted and the people have changed and things like that. And, um, one thing that was awesome is that I'm a pretty good writer. I'll say it. I'm not like, you know, a novelist, but I'm a, I'm a decent writer that you'd want to read and not throw up. Um, the side note, Anthony Kiedis's book, Scar Tissue. Um, I was, I remember reading it and I was like, okay, so this is the prologue. It has to get better than this. Right. But it didn't, it was just his terrible writing, awesome stories, but like no one edited it. <laughs> I was like, oh. Okay. No offense, Anthony. Okay, shout out to Anthony Keaton. <laughs> shout out to you know Riverside. You know, <laughs> yeah, who else? Who else? <laughs> no, 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 for now, for now, for now. But anyway, um, so um, so there there were points in that like when I would like connect with you, Dana. So Dana started out as. Uh, someone who's just a cheerleader from the sidelines to someone who is a silent investor. Uh, I don't want to do anything with the business. Because yeah, yeah. anybody who knows me, Angela, knows that silence is my strong suit. <laughs> so no, I. I mean, yeah, seriously. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I haven't had my coffee yet today. So I'm like, give me an IV drip. Um, but what happened was you eventually became um, the chief officer of content and curriculum, which means that Dana helped develop um, all of the, the programming that we have, like helped train the U instructors, create our training program, like just did all this stuff. And um, every once in a while, Dana's like, you're an amazing writer. And every once in a while, I would send you the business plan, or I'd send you something and you would just like, fucking do your thing and make it sound magical. And that's why we have assets out our assets, because I'm about making things pretty. And Dana's about making things uh, sound really good. And me sound good too. And um, it's it's just like this perfect symbiotic, symbiotic. like Dana, eventually you, Dana, I'm, now that I'm aware of Let's not do this. Let's not I can't, this. I know. No. <laughs> I know. Focus, focus. Okay. Um, now that I am aware of um, the, the, the Venn diagram of our relationship, right? And you always talk about that, like how we have our strengths and you and I have, our, our Venn diagram overlaps so much 
But the areas that... Can, can I just interject for a second? For anybody yeah. who doesn't know, the Venn diagram are the two big circles and what overlaps in the middle is is the same, is, has the similarities and what doesn't, doesn't. I'm sorry. I just didn't know if anybody... No, that's that. okay. Thank you, Teacher Dana. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Dana. So our Venn diagram has, has, has a very big center. We have a lot of stuff that we have similarities and, and we, we bounce beautifully off those. And um, where I have, like, I, I have, I could write just freeform, but I'm not like a craft writer, which is different. And you can take my, my, sometimes I'll send you like a paragraph, a thought, and you spew out the stuff that's just like, like gold. And I wanted to read our call to action because it still is relevant, which is really funny after all the pivots and all the things that we did. And I was reading it the other day. I was like, holy shit. And um, so this was from January 19th, 2022. Okay. So to paint the picture, I had quit my job in December of, no, did I quit my job yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I quit my job December 3rd, 2021. Mm-hmm. And so I, and we started full time with the business January 2nd. Like I remember the day I took the rest of the month of December off, did the Christmas, got the COVID, you know, <laughs> life started to go to shit. Avoided me. I started the business. Avoided me like the plague, but that's a whole nother conversation. For <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll do that when we do chakras. Um, so I wanted to go back to like, I was like, what, what, what happened this time two years ago? And this was when I, I prompted off the, the Rainbow Connection song. Have you been mm-hmm. half asleep? Have you heard voices? I've heard them calling my name. Because at this point in time, I had quit the job, full leap of faith, jumping into doing this business. And now this is when the purpose became so important and our call to action became so important because that's why I was doing it. For every time I was scared, I had to remember my purpose. And I remember sending you our, court, our, our call to action and I want to read it because it's so powerful and it's still so relevant to even what we're doing today for commando, for everything. But it's just like, you know, it's one of those assets at our assets thing. Like we've got assets at our assets. This is one of those things that's just like so amazing. Okay. So first I'm going to do a little, a little, little read up for it. As I develop each feature for our platform with our amazing team over at Scopic Software, shout out. My heart skips a beat, that beat with excitement. My gut fills with empowered breaths and my mind opens to all the possibilities, to all the people who will be helped by feeling these very same feelings. It's such a joy to build this business on every single level. That all being said, we're working on refining our call to action to join Uniquely You. This is a working draft and we invite constructive critiques to help this resonate with those who we're trying to help and reach. Uh, please reply with your thoughts and blah, blah, blah. Because these were emails, remember. You know, and, and I, I have to add, you're always asking for the constructive criticism and what are your thoughts. And I don't want anybody's thoughts. Now I don't. <laughs> you're like, yeah, anybody who wants it. I'm like, no. Okay. Mm. But anyway. No, that's by the way, Go ahead. No, 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 you go. Go ahead. I was going to say those two different ways of being were on the outside of the Venn diagram. (laughs) I don't know know if mine was a strength, but (laughs) mine, the, the, all the emails were because I had the, the fear that I wasn't worthy to do this by myself. I didn't have the, the confidence and I was going at it with the intention of a collaborative build, a collaborative approach. But it wasn't. The intention was really because I was I was scared and insecure and wanted people to give me atta girls. That's really why I was doing that. You know, like if we could be honest with ourselves. Well, I I, I 
I have to say that when when I opened the gallery, remember it started out with me and Anne Marie, and Anne Marie was out in the first month, so it was really me running the gallery. And I was doing. Let's just talk about that for a second. You and Anne Marie. I was something. Yeah. Came up with an idea. We should open a gallery. Let's go. We yeah. should rent a place. And Rob's like, why don't you just buy one? You're like, we should just go buy one. <laughs> and then you, like in four months, you opened the gallery. And then she was like, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just to give you the timeline, March, I had this incredible idea, contacted her. She's like, oh yeah. She had a similar idea years ago, whatever. So it's kind of cool how when things like float around in the ethers, you know, you grab them, but we both had the yeah. same idea. So I brought this idea. That was March, April. We just kind of joked around, tossed it around or whatever. By May, we were talking about logos and like, you know, and things like that. Brought it finally, you know, told Rob, uh, by June, we're like, yeah, let's just buy a place instead of rent one, you know, because money grows on trees. And then by July. So yeah. So by June, we're going to buy the place by July. Money shows up by August. We close September. We open October. Uh, we're having our, uh, grand opening, but the week or two before our grand opening, Anne-Marie sits me down. She's like, I got to talk. <laughs> I was like, uh, what? So, so yeah, so it was like that. And then she bailed. So really the gallery had been my, like, you know, I bought her out for whatever, you know, financial, um, you know, contribution she had made, but we had wanted to do this collaborative thing. So I was running the gallery, having, you know, people coming in, doing workshops, different people doing different things. And I was always putting, and we've talked about this before. I was always putting their stuff ahead of mine. Oh, I'm going to live, going to give this one the front room to, to, to display their art. We're going to do a featured artist reception for this one. We're going to do, you know, I'm going to promote and, and advertise these people's workshops, but it was really me hiding behind them and stifling my um, power, my light and everything, because I, I didn't really know that I, like, I was like, that's the intuitive and that's the artist. No, I'm the intuitive. I'm the artist. I'm the boss. I run this place. And it took yeah. me in the time that I was there to, it didn't take me, it took me probably like the first year to get that taken care of or yeah. sussed out. And then it was about me now cutting the ties with those that could not um, collaborate with that kind of environment. It was, and if you want to talk about the them, I got message, I got warning in opening the gallery that you are in charge. This is your place. Otherwise, it's going to be a rat's nest. And I'm like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was crazy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I got this. And then I got it after that. But anyway, I completely derailed your conversation. Or So you were hiding behind the we're going to be collaborative for the Attaboy. Yeah, yeah. Let me get everybody's opinion and not follow my gut. And maybe that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs face, maybe first time entrepreneurs, yeah. right? You feel like you need, I don't have that capability. And we've talked about this before. I don't have that capability. So let me just hire someone who seems like they know better as opposed yeah, to yeah. what I know. And surveys um, and stuff like that. Cause your stuff is similar to surveys. Like, what do you think? Give me your two cents. What do you think? And what you're doing is you are pandering essentially. Yeah. Yes. You're pandering. Yes. But the, the greatest successes are those who have a vision and have a belief, stand by it, whether you like it or not. And then people get on board at some point. And which is uh, an example of why in October, when we had that open house, you and I were like, what happened? You know what I mean? That was, I, I built that. I built that community. I'm well aware of it yeah. because of things like yeah. this. So yeah. anyway, not that it was anything bad, you know, it was all learning experience and that's part of my growth that's in this book. But I just want to read this call to action because Dana yeah. wrote it. And, and, and for the record, and I've said this on uh, Zen Sandwich's podcast when we were with Mark Reed, Dana does all my writing. All my writing. So when you see all like the all the LinkedIn posts that we do for the reels, she writes all those. 
I cut them, I make them pretty, but she gives me the timestamps and she writes them and she's just fucking amazing with words. And that's the outside of the Venn diagram that I don't have. So I'm a freeform writer. <laughs> I have no, like, I'm like a bleh writer and Dana's a craft writer. And uh, I'm not just a pretty face. You're not just a pretty face, girl. But so, so, but we're a team. We're a team, yeah. and 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 that's what makes it awesome. But I just want to read this because it's so true to what's going on today. So it's like it's like part of like this little self serving because it's so so good for what's going on today. Oh, I'm excited because I don't even remember. I know. I read it. I was like, this. Is okay. So, all right. So uh, again, January nineteenth, two thousand twenty-two. As the world appears to be crashing and burning right before our eyes, we often feel powerless and hopeless that there isn't anything that we as individuals can do to prevent the strife that is occurring all around us. What we at Uniquely You have learned is that the only answer to improving our global crisis is to first improve ourselves. We may not have the ability to control what occurs in the macrocosm of our life experience, but we have 100% control of what occurs in the mi microcosm. <laughs> And we understand that doing so begins with our own personal health and wellness. We also understand that health and wellness are not just green drink and treadmills. It's about understanding what we want out of life and knowing how to get it. We understand that each of us at the core truly desires love, joy, peace, and freedom. And we at Uniquely You have created a community and a platform so we can achieve these states of being together. If you are tired of the status quo, no longer want to do as you are told by those who neither know you nor care about your best interests, feel like there is more to life than that bill of goods you were sold as a child, work, eat, sleep, rinse, repeat, are sick and tired of being sick and tired, feel trapped in an existence that no longer serves you and are unable to see your way out, value cooperation more than competition, value community more than separation, value love more than fear, desire to be seen and heard, want to feel love, joy, peace, and freedom, then Uniquely You is the place for you. Fucking good, right? That's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it's not even like, if you just take out Uniquely You is the place for you, this is still what we do. Going oh, Commando is a place for you. Like, none of it's changed because it is what's going on in the world. And that's like... And then, uh, and then I close with the lyrics from Rainbow Connection. I've heard it too many times to ignore it. It's something that I'm supposed to be. You know, a couple things that I think is really, really cool. If, if you were to take a look at our going commando, you know, blurb, it's, yeah. it's very similar. You're tired of the fake news, you're tired of the bullshit, you're tired of the world around you. You know what I mean? But the other thing is, is the fact that it was two years ago and it's just, it's so appropriate for the times that we live in and um yeah like i listened to it and like i know i wrote it because i have vague you know memory of writing it like i have the words like no one says microcosm and macrocosm the way i do like i'm all you know so i know <laughs> no, i wrote it but i'm still <laughs> removed enough to be like holy shit that's really good so it's really powerful yeah, <laughs> really <good>. <laughs> is, <laughs> but it's just like it was such a testament like you were not just somebody who invested money in the business. You weren't just a best friend who was like believing in me and giving me like emotional support. You weren't just an intuitive guide. <laughs> like, let's go through all the things that you were doing. An intuitive guide every single day. <laughs> you weren't just somebody who designed our content and curriculum, like all of that stuff. You weren't somebody who managed all the U instructors. You weren't somebody. You were somebody who understood me 
at my core and bought into what I was selling, right? Like you bought into what I was doing and then you were able to verbalize it in a way that was so powerful and you continue to do that. So, so, so powerful. And that really, there's, there's so much trust that we have between us. And, you know, I, I was at, when I was in the, the new chip accelerator, like a year later, um, accelerator program to help, you know, we thought we we're going to raise money and take over the world and all that shit. And uh, they were like, oh, if you're a solopreneur, you must get a co-founder. Go find a co-founder. And people are like, how do I find a co-founder? Well, don't just pick one up off the street. Don't just pick one up off LinkedIn because that just can cause problems. And this was just like this natural segue that got to this point of like a 50-50 partnership where like we are we are one. You are my voice. I am your visuals. And like we are one. And uh, And it's just really like, I don't know if I can ever thank you enough for being just like I don't know, for seeing me mm. and for like being all fucking in <laughs> Dude, crazy all in and 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 thank you thank you for saying that and I it's funny because as you're saying it I'm like oh yeah I guess I did do that too sometimes I'm like I wonder if I do enough <laughs> I guess I do you know but one of the things oh that's God. coming to my mind as you're talking is back in the day, I mean, relationships have changed, you know, the, the gender roles have changed, you know, over the last 50 years. Back in the day, it's like behind every good man is a good woman. Like the man can't be, you know, what he is without, you know, without the, the, the good, strong wife. And in reversal, I feel that way about, about me and Rob. Like I'm out there, the trailblazer, you know, to, you know, grabbing the bull by the horns, you know, creating shit and doing shit. But I could do nothing without him as my rock. He's my rock. He's amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Like it appeared, I think from the outside that you were doing this thing, you know, you were just kind of like out there willy nilly doing this thing by yourself. But I, again, I was more silent in the beginning and obviously way less silent now, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, but I, it, it really does ring true. Nobody is an island for years for God, my God, two decades. I believed I was an island and mm-hmm. I did well for myself, but I was not thriving in the way that I could because there's a lot of survival going on. You know what yes. I'm saying? And yes. so for you, you're able to thrive in the way that you thrive because you had, you know, a, a rock essentially to assist you in that thriving and, uh, and vice versa, of course, but we're talking about in, you know, under the, the context of, you know, findingniglyu.com, but it really, really is true. So anybody who's out there and it appears you see, I, I, I just think J-Lo because she's my hero. But like you see people like these superstars and you're like, you see her. She's not in a group. She's not a band. She's J-Lo. But she has got her innermost trusted. And then mm-hmm. she's got to see if people that are helping her. Nobody can do great things alone. Ooh, fucking Buntu, dude. Period. Yeah. You know totally. what I mean? We're- yes. Totally, totally. And um, it, it takes a while to find the right people. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and sure. people can come and go. People serve. What's that? That season reason or a lifetime. Yeah, that's you know, exactly that. People come in for a season or reason or a lifetime. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, we may be a season, but this is a damn good season. I'm not ready yeah, for this yeah, one to yeah, end, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but it's, uh, it's so, so, so important to have, like, I know you have my back. Yeah. I know that you're marching to the beat. And, and when this was happening, you were, 
It was like it was like the hierarchy at that point in time. Right now, you and I are, are 50 50 in business and everything. So there's yeah. no like there's no um, hierarchy. But then it was my business and you were helping. And then we had some other people who were helping. And yeah. um, and you were so great about yeah, you think that's a good decision? Like you were like my consigliere. I was trying. I was trying <laughs> I so hard. Now I'm just like, no. <laughs> you know I mean? Because I did it. I did two years of, well, let's just help her come to the decision herself. Now I'm like, fuck you, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Well, that was much, we actually called you my consigliere for so yeah. long, right? Yeah. Like Because that's really what you were. You were in the silence. You weren't making the decisions. I was, I was pulling the trigger on all the moves. Moves, right? Yeah. Trigger. Suddenly we're going to mob references, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but that's what it felt like. Like, like you were like there, like whispering in my shoulder and, and kind of guiding me, but I was still making the decisions based on where I was at. Right. And then you would have to like deal with my decisions. <laughs> so. Oh, clean up, dude. I was master cleanup. I was, but, but I do, I do want to, to say to our, to our audience that one of the things that, uh, that I, one of my frustrations that led to our major pivot that led to the letter that led to all that, you know, I would say things to you, like, why are you putting all your attention? I understood to understand that. Why are you putting all your attention outward? Like I'm your headliner here. Like I'm the person mm -hmm. that you can trust. Like what the fuck? Like, why are you stepping over me to assist others? And we tend to do that. We tend to like, when we, when we, when we're less secure, we tend to cater to the people who aren't giving us what we need. So yeah. whatever, I understand the psychology, but we just had a conversation again with our friend Mark Reed not too long ago about don't no I'm lying it wasn't Mark Reed it was the Misfits it was okay. uh, Brody and Chris and I was saying about men you know the advice that I got was like don't listen to what they say watch what they do yeah right and yeah. that is a lesson that you learned through this whole experience because you were you know uh, amassing you know this community and all these people I'm going to do this workshop and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and remember the person that you had in charge of like the marketing or whoever the hell I don't want to say his name but he's going to do this and nobody was doing what they were doing and I at every turn what do you need I got you and at every turn and it was don't listen to what they say watch what they do. And it is really the, probably some of the most powerful advice that you can get or that I could give at this point. If you are planning on collaborating with anybody, whether it's a collaborative duo or a collaborative group, you know what I mean? Yeah. Watch yeah. what they do because they'll tell you every time and you learned who you could trust. And so it just kept dwindling down and dwindling down. <laughs> and that was just me and you like, okay. <laughs> 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 and life became so much easier because we do. It was one of those things like, you know, when um, when somebody's like, how do I do this? And it's so much easier just to do it than to explain it. Right. You yeah. can teach a man to fish, fish mm -hmm. more than whatever. Mm -hmm. And in some cases, it's worth the investment to teach someone how to do it. But for the most part, let's say 95 percent of the people that were, were working with us, it was just easier to do it ourselves. And I was working my ass off for other people and nobody was responsible. Hey, do I have any workshop seats filled? No. Did you market yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so much more than that, though. It was so much more than that because, you know, everybody wants 
but are people willing to to do what they need to do? And you start to really separate, you know, the men from the boys, essentially. And this yeah. is not I could hear how this sounds. And it's not a rag on people that we worked with. What it is, is it's an identifier of who you're in alignment with and who you're not in alignment with. That's all it is. And the thing is, is when you are dedicated to yourself and your own personal growth, because when you're dedicated to yourself, and your own personal growth, it extends to your relationships. It extends to your business. It extends to everything you do. So when you are dedicated to your own personal growth and, and dedicated with the fervor, that Angela and I are dedicated, what happens is you quickly grow out of relationships. You quickly grow out of things. It's not It's not that you're not loyal. It's not that you didn't care when you were there, but you quickly grow out of it. So that's what's happening here, that she and I together, it becomes kind of exponential, like almost like skyrocketing. So this is really not a dig. Like it sounded, I could hear it. And so I'm, I'm retracting and I'm apologizing. It's not a dig on anybody we worked with because everybody meant well. Mm-hmm. But we were like, I got to go. I got you coming. Oh, you're not. You're staying. All right. I got to go. And it took Angela a little bit of time when she was discovering her own self-worth that she didn't owe anybody anything. Because, mm-hmm. again, not to, you know, we've talked enough about it. I'm not saying anything that we haven't said a billion times in a billion different ways. But when when Angela's pattern, when she learned she had to work hard to make other people more comfortable, her energy has to go towards everybody else's well-being and not hers. There was a conflict there for a while. And I just grabbed her like by the scruff of the neck, like, you know, like cats and kids. I'm like, come on! Let's go! We got shit to do! I don't have time for your mealing! You know what I mean? Let's do this! And that's what happened. It's so true. It's so true. And then, and just to, to put a, a fine tip and then we'll go for our wheel, but um, it's, it's true. It's true. It's about allowing, allowing those transitions to occur without uh, regret or emotion or the feeling of loyalty or, or anything like that. Cause I had that. I was like, well, I promised, well, I have to learn not to promise. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that was a big one for me. Like, okay, come on, we'll do this. We'll do this. I'll I'm going to go this. working with this guy now. Okay. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. Without knowing like people's capabilities and things. And that's, that's, that's a different thing. That was because I, I was so in a, in a place that I just wanted everybody to be happy at my own expense. Um, yeah. Like we were paying other people long after we weren't paying ourselves or anything like, you know, it was just like, it's like, okay, well, it's like $2. You can have one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, but, but just allowing, um, allowing those, those relationships to transition and, and be okay with it because it's not, again, it's not a bad thing, but uh, uh, if you can find yourself a consigliere to grab you by the scruff of the neck, you'll, you'll, you'll do fine. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that letter? I got, I got the wheel, but that letter was the best because I was all like dancing around it. She'll get there when she's ready. Meanwhile, I'm oh, drowning. I'm drowning. And yeah, so it was just like, yeah, we're, we're fucking done here. Okay, lesson number two. Okay, okay. Um, everybody who's listening, you know, we find these conversations, you know, through all of the books, through through the Soul Traveler cards, through my books, through Angela's book. We share these stories because. This is the stuff that people don't talk about. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the stuff that you only see the successes or you only see the failures, but you don't see all of the processes. And, and it's really important that you see that, you know, Angela and I, we have pivoted and pivoted and pivoted and made these changes and didn't have money and then had money and then whatever, or, you know, and then didn't have money again, whatever it is, but they really truly say the joy is in the journey. And we laugh about it, but we're truly having the best time. I mean, we've white knuckled it a few times. Like I said, there's been a couple, you know, Grab the script. He just heard the whole thing. But at the end of the day, we're sitting here smiling, laughing. I got my wheel. Life is good. Life is good. Yeah, enjoy the ride. The climb. Okay. Okay, you ready? So anything you want to say in case we get dropped call? No, no, no. Just uh, have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Okay. There's our wheel. All right. See what we get. Good <laughs> <Bye>, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>